0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for The Zone. To be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by
1: Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com johnston's home center in benton if they don't have it you probably
2: don't need it now let's play ball with bubba carpenter bubba welcome how are you what's going on fellas well buddy uh we're actually hanging out at a golf course today so we're not really doing any actual work we're just goofing off but uh we're trying to recover from what was a disappointing weekend frankly and it was a weird weekend with the game being uh you know pushed to Sunday for the second game. Luckily Arkansas able to get out of there with a victory. And then uh, of course the blanking in the final game, the blanking final game, I guess we'll call it. Um anyway, so, you know, disappointing weekend I think overall. I don't know how else to slice it. What do you think?
0: I think the blanking final game sums it up really well. It's uh it's frustrating weekend, guys. It's um you look at a lot of missed opportunities and just you know, you look at <laughs> You look at the, the game of baseball, and, and I know y'all get tired of me saying how every pitch matters, you know, every play matters, every call matters. But boy, as, as evenly matched as these SEC teams are, it really comes into play every weekend, and one pitch can change a, to- a whole series. And, and you saw it happen this weekend, and it's, it's really frustrating. Unfortunately, we come out on the on the bottom on the bottom end of it this weekend.
2: Um. So you know, really, I've been I've been a little tough on Jackson Wiggins as you've you've heard over the last you know month or two. But I thought he was the best starter this weekend. I'm trying to find some positives here. Thought he had a pretty solid outing. I think Wes and I both felt like maybe the hook was a little quick. Um, what do you think of the starting pitching specifically? Let's start there, and then we'll get to some of the other items from the weekend.
0: Well, to your point about Jackson, I thought he was great yesterday. His stuff was electric yesterday. I mean, his fastball—he was spotting his fastball in and out. I threw some really good sliders, only a changeup or two. Not, a, not really – didn't go to his changeup much, but as good as his fastball was and, and the way he was spotting it up, he really didn't have to use his changeup. I, I thought he looked really good. Um, you know, Friday night, Connor Nolan, he wasn't as bad as the numbers say he was. You know, he gave up a few little dribblers that you can kind of contribute. That's a good hitting. You know, he walked a couple guys, hit a batter with two strikes. Uh, he wasn't sharp, but you know he, he showed signs of being good, and then and then he would falter and make a couple of bad pitches, and and they really hurt him. You know the inning where they scored four runs, they had hit they hit they hit a home run uh, opposite field. Uh, the ball was hit pretty hard; it was hit 97 miles an hour. It's a fastball. The guy went with it, but other than that, they really did hit a lot of balls hard that inning. It was just kind of a, a hit batter, a walk. almost makes a great play on a blooper and a shallow spinner. Um, you know, they laid down a safety squeeze. Enrique Bradford put a safety squeeze down. You know, they, but they scored four. But, you know, if you want to see – look at the bright spot. Look, You know, we came back from 5-0 against a, a really good pitching staff That's you know, what are they – I think they're third or fourth in the nation in ERA. I mean, they're, they're a really good pitching staff. You know, we came back from five and, and really should have won the game. You know, just uh, one swing away from winning
1: that thing. Yeah, I was just adding it up, Bubba. They scored 20 runs over the weekend. Vanderbilt did, I think. Uh, I bet half of those runs were little bloopers, little leaders. I mean, it was a frustrating weekend to watch because I felt like the pitchers pitched better than what the, the actual outcome was. They, they they found a hole. You know, one time they hit, into you know, beat the shift. And just hit a, a, a. I think Phil called it a 20 bouncer through the uh, right side. It, it, was, yeah. it was. It was. It was kind of. And I, it had to be frustrating for you. I was going to ask you uh, bottom of the uh, t- or top of the 10th on Friday night. Uh, I know you wanted to uh, pitch around and get to the next batter. When that home run was hit, did you get up and start hitting things in the uh, in the booth? Because I could hear something in the background of Phil's mic, and I couldn't tell what was going on.
0: no there was some hitting going on but it wasn't me i'll tell you what my boy phil uh, i was really impressed with my boy phil so what happened first of all to that point yeah i I was frustrated um i don't want an all-american to beat us right there we got a freshman on deck hit 238 um i would have rather pitched to the freshman with the bases loaded than let enrique bradford have a chance to beat you but you know that's that's just you can second guess the game all day. but what happened was when he hit that home run, the Vanderbilt media guys next door started banging on the wall and just rattling the whole building. So Phil got up and started banging back on the wall. And, and I'll tell you what, he really impressed me, guys. He went next door at, during the first break and said, hey, who's sitting right here? And there was an empty chair there, and they said, well, well it's our it's our video guy. And he told him, he said, look, you don't come in here and bang on the walls. you got to have a little bit of a clue what's going on. He said, come in our house. He said, I'm not going to go to your place and bang on the walls You know, after a home run. He said, don't you do it here. And the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. I think you scared the, the, the play-by-play guy to death. He was like, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. But yeah, it was just really, uh, was, I don't know. I, I was impressed with Phil because you know he he's a Razorback fan, and that's that's our booth up there. You know you just got to have a little bit of a feel, and the guy the guy kind of lost it. You know next door it was it wasn't the play by play guy, it was the video guy, and he would already gone down to the field. So, but no, it wasn't me. Now I was thinking some stuff, but I didn't bang anything. Um, I I tried to keep my composure a little bit.
1: Yeah, it, it was audible. I could hear something banging around, and I wondered what it was.
2: Well, I mean let's be honest, Phil is a very intimidating dude. I wouldn't cross him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's so hey, funny? What, it, what are you, you laughing about? Hey, he went he went next door and and I took my headset off and uh I just wanted to make sure there was not going to be a brawl in the store so I went next door <laughs> just to make sure and uh he was getting on the guy pretty good about it. You know, now he was professional, but at the same time he was very stern. He said, "Hey, look, this is our house. You know, learn how to learn how to behave a little bit." So, I, I was I was really impressed. I mean, it still didn't you know, pushing the blow of, of just losing that game because I felt like we had multiple chances to win it. But, you know, I, I was impressed with Phil. Another reason that, that Phil's the best in the best in the business.
1: Bubba, I thought this team uh, had turned the corner offensively. They had a good series at Auburn. And then uh, Friday night, Saturday, uh, early Sunday morning, they, they were hitting the ball, you know, scoring a lot of runs. Did they just run into one of those guys yesterday? Uh because I heard you before the game saying he had shut out Georgia and A and think, in his previous two starts. Did they just run into a hot pitcher that had their number yesterday?
0: They did. Uh Holton was really good. Um he's a little lefty that he's five they list him five ten or five eleven on the on the the roster, but I don't think he was that tall. His ball came in really flat. It was kind of a lower release point, but a real violent I don't know if y'all remember Mike Hampton for the mess back in the day. Um, kind of that kind of delivery, the ball came out real quick, just kind of jumped out of his hand, 94 to 96. Um, yeah, he was just good. And he, he spotted up some pitches. He got some pitches. He got some calls in some crucial situations uh, on on pitches that are, you know, we call them 50-50. Some of them weren't even 50-50. But, you know, that's that's the game of baseball. I mean, that's not why we lost. But, uh yeah, the guy was just really good yesterday. And it, it, it hurt that we only had seven innings, you know, because he was up over 100 and well, I don't even know how many pitches he ended up throwing. He probably threw 100, 113, 114 pitches. Um, but, yeah, I think if we played two more innings, who knows? Are we going to come back from a, a 5-0 deficit? Who knows? But, uh, but it did kind of change the way uh, the flow of the game went.
2: Talking to Bubba Carpenter on the uh, brand of Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by Johnston's Home Center down in Benton. So what does this mean in the big scheme of things, do you think? And how much do you feel like Alabama, the Alabama series, will impact Arkansas's chances of hosting a super for sure? And I guess just as far as seating goes, is, is you think there's still, still things, uh, uh, I guess, gained from going to Tuscaloosa and playing well this weekend?
0: Yeah, we better. We're going to find ourselves in trouble. Um, you know, I think we're – we'll host a regional, but the super regional is up in the air. We're going to, we're going to need to go down there. I, I don't know. We we might need to sweep those guys. The, the, the thing we have going for us is A&M's going to Ole Miss and three weeks ago, I would have thought, Oh, that's not good. But Ole Miss is playing really well. They're a veteran team right now. They're fighting to get in the NCAA tournament. Um, they really are playing well. So, I think a and is going to have their hands full when they go to Ole Miss this weekend. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if Ole Miss wins the, wins the series. They can take two out of three from A&M in, in Oxford. You know, I think we're going to have to take two out of three from Alabama, maybe even sweep them to get back into that, you know, super regional picture. And then possibly, you know, the games in Hoover don't weigh as heavily. Um, but I think we're going to have to go down there to, and at least take two out of three, possibly sweep Alabama. To get back in super regional range, that's just my opinion. The experts might tell you something different.
1: Yeah, I think you're. Uh, that's the way I, I see it, also, Bubba. I think they need to go down, and they got to win two out of three from Alabama, and possibly sweep them. If they do that, then I feel really good about the top eight seed. Uh, we we kind of talked about the offense and running into a hot pitcher, but are you seeing uh, some signs of life of this? The offense kind of getting going now. That it's getting hotter. I know they they hit more home runs this weekend. Um, but do you feel better about the offense? I, I really do, guys. I mean, we're,
0: once again, Vanderbilt's got a really good staff. Um, we hit the balls hard. What I like is uh, a couple of times we manufactured runs. We got a runner at second base. Uh, Brady Slavin hooks the ball to the right side, moves him to third with one out. Uh, uh, Chris Vance Dilley took a fastball up and in and just pulled his hands inside and, and Purposely hit a ground ball to the right side to score the runner. Um, we we did some things like that that really impressed me. Plus plus we hit some long balls, which is always good. Uh, Caden Wallace had a good weekend. I thought I thought Brady Slavin swung it really well. Uh, we did battle back when we were down. You know uh, there were a couple of bats. You know the the Michael Turner. I think he's getting a lot of grief about the bases loaded at bat. That was a ten pitch at bat against a really tough lefty. Now he did get a slider hanging right over the middle of the plate that he should have crushed. I talked to him about it, BP, the next day, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, brother, that was right there. I missed it." And uh it but he hit he hit the ball hard with the bases loaded, right at Keegan at first base. If he hits it three feet either way, we win that game. Uh, they're not able to turn two, or the ball gets down the line. But I'll tell you the bat that frustrated me, and and I'll see Michael Turner later today, and I'll 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 ask him about it. Early in the game, runners at second and third, he had a 2-0 pitch right down the middle. He gets beat on it, pops up to third base. Uh, Runners second and third, one out. You can't do that. You've got to get a run. And I know that's just the third inning, but those runs are important. You know, that run was huge when you get later in the game. And so, those are the at-bats that frustrate me. But, boy, hitting into the double play, you can't control that. He had a great at-bat. Like I said, 10 pitches against a tough lefty just that's that's baseball right there he hit it hard and they made a good play on defense there's nothing you can do about it
1: I don't know what was going on with the uh, tv crew over the weekend they're usually pretty good uh I never got to see the home run yes or the the foul ball with uh Caden Wall what I mean could you tell from where you were sitting was it a home run foul ball we never got a replay I don't know if I ever saw it
0: well I texted Brett Dolan and I said hey <laughs> no replay." And then, and, and, and look, I like Brett Dolan a lot and, and Troy Eklund. You know, I, I like both those guys. But I text him I'm like, hey, why no replay? And he said, well, we don't have a good angle. And I'm like, well, let's look at the reaction. Let's see the fan reaction out in the Mackie landing. You know, you can tell by the way they react. I mean, if pe- if it goes foul, they're going to – you can see disappointment. If it's fair, you're going to see excitement. All I know is Caden Wallace, he's about it the, the most honest upright person you're ever gonna see. Caden Wallace thought it was fair. Now, I don't see Caden being a guy if the ball's foul, he's gonna say he's gonna stand there like it's a fair ball. So I thought it was fair. I really did. I thought it hooked it sliced around the foul pole, but I don't know why, other than, you know, what I said, I asked him, I said, hey, give us give us a replay. Well we don't have a good angle. And that was it. And so no one ever saw it. I don't even think Dave Van Horn ever got it, I got to see a, a review of it. And you think about that, and you're like, okay, well, that's just that's the inning, the first inning. But you know what? And I said it in the post game. I said if that ball is fair, it's a totally different game because there's a freshman lefty on the mound. that just gave up a leadoff home run. I think he, I think the game turns out different. And it goes back to every pitch being so important in the game of baseball.
1: There was another time there was a uh, pickoff move at first base. It was like a bang bang play. Never got one single replay. In fact, we never even saw it because they uh, had the the tight shot on the pitcher. He turns and throws the first, and they never changed it to the the to the play at first base. Never got to even see. And I and I, but I'm Baba listening to you and Phil while watching. I could hear y'all discussing how close of a play it was at first base, but we never even got to see it.
0: Yeah, I thought he was out. I really did, and he ends up stealing second and scoring. So I mean, that's big. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just – it was an odd weekend. It's just some, so many things, you know, you can look back at, you know. And and I don't know. It's, it, it's frustrating that that we lose the series. I mean, but the guys battled, you know. I look at the, the homer that Tiger gave up to Bradfield. Whether or not you pitched to Bradfield in that, that situation, who knows. But, you know, I talked to Matt Hobbs about it. He said, look, you know. We, we got beat with our best hit. He's got a curveball over 3,000 RPMs. He threw a good curveball down in the zone. Guy put a good swing on it, hit a home run. Um, I was honestly in that situation. I saw Michael Turner set up in. I thought they were going to go fastball in. And I could just picture Bradfield dribbling one out there, a 30-hopper to second base and beating it out, and the run, the run scored. I never thought a three-run homer was going to happen there. But, you know... If you, if you pitch to Bradfield, or let's say you don't pitch to Bradfield right there. You walk him, and then you've got a freshman coming up at two thirty eight. you got a freshman closer on the mound that had already thrown 28 pitches, something like that. If he walks in the win and run, then everyone's like, well, why did you put Bradfield on when you had him down 1-2? You know, yeah. so you can second-guess it to death. Same with Dominic Keegan yesterday. Uh, two outs, runners at second and third. Um, why do we pitch to him with Evan Taylor? He hits the first pitch up the middle, hit it like 68 miles an hour, just dribbled it up the middle. Um, you know, you could have put him on base, and then the next guy hits a home run. I mean, you don't even—it's know. It, it's so hard to say. And look, I don't—I don't second guess Dave Van Horn and those guys. They're awesome. DBH is the best coach in the country. But it's just one of those things. You can all—it's easy to look back and say, "What if?" and That's why this game will absolutely rip your heart out if you let it.
1: Bubba, you you just mentioned the dribbler up the middle. Uh, It was kind of a shift. They had battles way over in the hole. There have been a couple times, and they they beat the shift uh, with a little dribbler to right field where the second baseman should have been. Is the shift helping more than it's hurting? because we always remember when the shift gets beaten you know and you're just it's frustrating because yeah. you're like dude just just poked one and just a little dribbler out there where the second baseman should be but he's not there because you're playing the shift is the shift taking away more than it's hurting and the, the
0: shift's taken away it's it, it's getting you a lot more out it's kind of like the offensive lineman you never hear his name until he jumps offside um the shift you never hear anything bad until a, a, a 20 hopper rolls through the right side um we we do an amazing – or I say we they do an amazing job of scouting hitters. They know our pitchers, they know the hitters tendencies. We get a whole bunch of outs that, that go unnoticed because we are shifted. We really do. And you remember the couple of times that you get beat. I do I do know that A and M beat us a few times in the shift. Um, it's really good hitting when you can when you're able to do that. Uh Dominic Keegan did a great job pulling his hands inside. Um Hitting that little dribbler up the middle and driving in two runs—it should have been a one-nothing game—and ended up three-nothing. Um, I, you know, and then they ended up hitting a home run the next inning. But you know, that was just kind of the dagger. The Dominic Keegan hit up the middle to, to go up three-nothing was was huge. And so, but to answer your your question, you, you know, they do have statistics on that. I haven't seen specific statistics on how many runs we've saved by shifting. And I will try to get you that number, though, Wes, because I've been asked that several times. But I really think uh, we've saved ourselves a whole lot of runs by being in those chips.
1: Probably the last thing for me, is the SEC good this year? I mean, we're starting to see – Like, I think Vanderbilt's coming on. Ole Miss is trying to make a run. Is this a SEC or is it as strong as ever?
0: I think they're strong. I think there's just a lot of parity right now. We're just kind of beating up on each other. You know, I said all along when Ole Miss came to town on Friday night, I looked at their lineup and I said, "How in the world are these guys?" They were like six and twelve when they came to bomb Walker. It made no sense to me. Now, now they're on a roll; they're winning. Same with Vanderbilt. You look at them, you know, and they were they were under five hundred coming into bomb Walker. They're fourteen and thirteen right now. They that is a good team, and how their their record it's just they're so much better than what their record shows. Um, who would have ever thought Mississippi State in the cellar right now? I mean, they've got talent. They've got a veteran team. They've had some injuries, but still they're good. And it's just, you look up and down the SEC and they really are, it really is good. Even though you see some records, you're like, oh, that's not very good. Um, the teams are good. And I think they're teams that we're, when we go to regionals and these teams are put in these regionals around the country, you're going to see some SEC teams come out of those regionals. And you're going to look at their record and be like, wow, they're how'd they
2: do that but they're good teams all right but we got to run i appreciate the time my friend hopefully uh, next weekend is better so we can have a little more fun uh a week from today and we can chat about uh big series win over alabama maybe a sweep we'll, we'll see what happens here but preview well, the I, sec I tournament so. yep yeah i hope so, so it was it
0: was a tough it was a tough weekend I, i'm my fun meter was on zero last night when i got home i wasn't I wasn't much of a fun dad when I got home last night. It was just frustrating, and you know, like I said, it's that "what if" thing. You play all these things out in your head, and you know, but hey, it'll make us. It'll make us a better team. I, I think these guys are going to bow their neck, go to Alabama this weekend, take care of business.
2: Let's hope so. All right, Bubba, thank you, buddy. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Go
0: on.